ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and the only. Sir Hill speaks in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Merry Christmas Eve. I am so excited that you are back in the place. We're glad to see you, y'all. We're going to have a good time today. We've got the great doctor back today. You guys asked for it, and we are doing it. Uh, this was on such short notice, but uh, uh, Dr. Yosue made some time for us, and we're going to continue from what we uh, left off yesterday. Listen, if you were here yesterday, it was absolutely crazy. We talked about some things. Uh, we dropped some bombs, and the, the thing is, we never really got through the questions that I actually had written down. And this is a sign that when you're talking to somebody you respect and, and you love, uh, the conversation flows effortlessly. And so I'm so grateful and honored that she's back. There's a couple of things that I want to do because we're going to have some fun. It's a Christmas spirit, y'all. And I feel a little bit, I feel a little bit Christmassy today. I might even sing a little bit. Is that a night cry? Is that... I don't know the song, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm feeling Christmassy today. So I want to do a couple of things. Um, today is, is, uh, as I was preparing for the show, I thought to myself, I said self and myself said, huh? And I responded to myself by saying, I think today might be a good day for us. Why don't we, why don't we pay for four of the people's lunch today? I thought to myself and myself said, sir, hell, that's a good idea. And I said, sir, that really is a good idea. Now listen, don't think I'm crazy. Cause I talk to myself just like you do. So what we're going to do today is we're going to pay for four people's lunch. I said today we are going to pay for four people's lunch today. Yep, 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 yep. So I want you guys to do me a favor. For those of you who are watching, I want you to drop your cash app. Now, just let me set the record straight. This is this is this this is not Fogo to Child money. This is Applebee's money. So I want you I want you to be excited. This is you know the network hasn't gotten built to where I can give you Fogo to Child money. This is Applebee's money. And maybe you say I don't like Applebee's. This is Denny's money. Right, you're gonna get all the, the grand slam. You're gonna you're gonna eat real good. So I want you guys to drop your cash app. And uh and, and while you're doing that, I want to go over a couple of things. Here are a couple of other rules. The reason why I've I've come up with these these network rules is because I've been on a lot of platforms these last couple of weeks, and it is so easy to get on the on, on a platform and people share their opinions, they share their ideas. And because we only know each other from the interaction we have, if we disagree on something, it seems like we're enemies. And what we're, what we're, what we're trying to do is let you know that we can have different opinions, we can have different beliefs, but we can still respect each other. So here are a couple of the rules that we have. Number one, let's be respectful in the chat, you know, to our guests, uh, to the host, let's be respectful. The second thing is we're going to listen to each other. One thing that we, you can't have good communication if we don't listen to each other. So I'm encouraging everybody who's on here to listen. 
The fourth thing, the, uh, the third thing, I want you guys to help me keep up the engagement. This means we're commenting. This means we're liking. This means that we are, and not just liking, but I want you to interact with the people who you see are talking. You know what I mean? You never know who you're going to meet. We've got other content creators. We've got other professionals. You never know who you're going to meet in Sir Health's network. So make sure that we keep the engagement up. The, sec the, the, the fourth thing is I want us to make sure that we encourage others to like and subscribe. This is a very big thing for the YouTube algorithm. In order for us to grow, uh, we got to keep this going on. All right. And last but not least, let's make sure that we, re that we respect the host and the platform. That's all I can ask. I'm going to respect you. You're going to respect me. And together, we're going to have a respectful dialogue. All right. Without further ado, everybody, I am about to bring back Dr. Hana Yosue. Ladies and gentlemen, put your virtual hands together for Dr. She's in the building. Yay. <laughs> How are you? I am doing fabulous. I am so happy to return to this wonderful platform. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Listen, we are glad that you are here. We're so glad. Again, if you guys are just tuning in, um, we're going to give away lunch for uh, for four different people. So I've set aside a hundred dollars, and I'm gonna we're going to give uh, four different people uh, uh, twenty five dollars. So you got to drop your cash app. All right. Now listen, while you're dropping your cash apps, I also have mine on there. So if you want to support this network, listen, uh, I want to dedicate this, and I want to do this full time. And this costs. So we're going to give you quality content. If you guys want to support the platform, you guys are more than um, able. Uh, I would appreciate all the things that you do. All right. So, doctor, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. It's a beautiful day. Excellent. Well, listen, you know, yesterday in our conversation, you dropped some you dropped some heavy stuff on us. You dropped some really heavy stuff on us, and it took us a, a full 24 hours to recover from that. And so I think we are all ready for a part two today. So before we get into this, there was something that you said that caused a stir. Um, and I want to, I'm going to share my screen. I want us to play it. And then I'm going to come back so that we can discuss that. Okay. Great. Okay. And once you, once you hear it, you're going to know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> guys, hold, buckle your seatbelts. I'm going to play a snippet from our show yesterday. And again, you can see the full thing on my YouTube page, but I'm going to share my screen and we'll watch it. And then we're going to pick up the conversation from, from there. All righty, all righty. Let me share this tab. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't see any reason why a woman don't want to be a woman. I, I, I really don't understand that concept because I love being a woman. I understand the power that I carry as a woman. And when you don't understand that power, you stop manipulating that power because you don't get it. I'm, I'm going to tell you something that's probably going to cause a lot of women to probably dislike me, but that's okay. One thing I found out through my pre-counsel, one day I called my mentor and I said, I got something to tell you. And he almost fell out. I found out through my experiences of speaking to these couples that we women are the 95% of the problem. <laughs> oh, oh, listen, if Black Man on Pilsen was on here, he was like, oh my God. So, oh, so wait a second. Hold on a second. Everybody take a breath. Listen, take a bathroom. Listen. You, you say that. Say, okay, I got to put you up on the big screen. You got. You got. I need you to say what you said, and then we're gonna go into it. I found out that we are women, ninety-five percent of the problem. When I sat back myself, and I was like, "Oh my god!" 
God, we are the problem. You know why? Because we don't recognize the power that we carry as women. And when you don't recognize it, you what you do, you create problem. You create chaos. You create it because you don't know what to do with that power. That's where I, I, I was, I, my mind was blown. I was like, oh my goodness. And I start making some changes within myself because I'm recognizing we are the issue. We are the problem. Men are not that hard as we say to deal with. Oh, okay. So let's take a second on this because I think people will hear this and, and they can think that this is just being controversial because we've taken things that are simple and we've made it complex in our culture. And a lot of times women, so l- let me push back on what you said. Men are simple. You know, how would you, you know, woman, well, men cheat and men lie and, and, and men, you, you know, they, they're, they're not the type of men that our grandfathers used to be. How do, if I push back on that, does it change what you think about the simplicity of men? No, because you know why? In the same aspect, when it said men cheat, men lie, it's because we had uh, 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 more commercials of what men do and less commercial what women do. Because if we look behind the curtain, women have cheated in the past. Grandma have cheated because some of the children wasn't grandpa's child. Grandma had lied. Yeah, listen. Grandma this has is... told you this is your daddy, and it wasn't your daddy. So it's just more commercials with the men. This is a, a humanity issue. It's not a man issue. Let's let's do this for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, this is why this is the people I hang around. This is just what it is. Chap, before we keep on going on, can you guys relate to what Doctor is saying? That I think it's such a fabulous point that you just brought up, and it's, you said it in a very poetic way that we can't forget. That it's not that it was different from women, is that men got commercials for what we did wrong, and women got commercials for what they did right. Yes, and right. so that created an imbalance of the truth. Can you guys relate to this? Doctor, that's such a fantastic point. That's a fantastic point. <laughs> so what do we do with this thing? That, that, was, that was on point. That is on point. So we're not being fair. We're not on a fair balance that this is a humanity issue because we have good mothers, bad mothers, good fathers, bad fathers, but one get more commercial than the other. So we just have to be honest about it. Right? So men cheat, women cheat. Men lie, women lie. I mean, big lies. But no one want to talk about that. All of a sudden now we want to be feminine. We want to be true. That's the time we want to be treated like women. That's the time we want to be feminine. You know, you know, we women, so be nice to us. You know, you know, we, we mothers, be nice to us. No, that, that's not that that's not that that's not a balance. That's what makes relationship uh, 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 the issue about, about relationship because we're not being balanced in what's going on in relationship because secrets, family, some grandfathers had whole multiple secret families. I just read that. That is true. That is very true. It's a humanity issue. It's in a humanity. What a there's there's so many uh, uh um there's so many examples I, I don't want to bring about but <laughs> about us listen I, I can already tell you from this conversation I, I want to do a part two on this as well. I think I this is just the beginning. Say that. 
and here's the funny thing, y'all. We just this is just a warm up. Like this ain't this ain't we ain't even got into the meat and potatoes of it yet. This is just a warm up. Welcome true. to part two, guys. It's, Welcome it, it, to that part is two. very true. But if we if we put it on the table and stop blaming one, just like we're doing, blaming the men do this and the grandfather do more than the granddad, the mom do less, and we need to stop the blaming. And go in within ourselves. If you want your relationship to work, this is what it's going to take for it to work. Listen, that was good. Introduce that to me. (laughs) (laughs) So, listen, this was too good. I think it was too good for us not to, to replay that part. So I wanted to pick up from there because you... When you hit on that, I'm like, listen, I I, I was gonna either have to cancel my, my next appointment. I was gonna we had to go full into that. We we're we're in an age now where uh, you brought up such a good thing, and I think that this is an answer to a question that a lot of us have had as to why it seems like men have to come into relationships on the uh on the defense. We gotta prove ourselves. And I think a lot of it has to do with what you said. That is the commercialization of what we want to see in each gender, where we commercialize the good parts of our ladies, and then we commercialize the bad parts of our men. How do we reconcile that now for relationships today? Uh, as I said before, we it, it's actually, this is not a, a multi-answer, uh, uh, but each couple going to have to realize this is the issue in my relationship Let's talk about it. Let's let's sit down and talk about what is issue because everybody have a different point of reference that's causing them to sabotage their relationship. And then it's easy to uh, uh, blame the men because that's that's the end thing. Bad fathers, uh, abandoned fathers, and uh, um, bad deed, bad beat dad, and that's already out there. So it's easy for some women to jump on the wagon and to, to just only thing they have to say is one little thing and everybody would jump on. Oh my God, I can't believe he, um, he abandoned his daughter, but no one ever went through the relationship to find out what exactly happened. What, what exactly happened that caused a, a, a man to leave his relationship or a man to so-called abandon his child. We need to, and every time, if, if I come against that um, that subject, automatically everybody will get upset because, you know, uh, it, how would I say that? It's automatically in our mind, the mothers could never be wrong. The mother of the child could never be wrong because we are saying, okay, because she went through labor and carried the child for nine months. That is enough for her not to be blamed for nothing. Well, so, okay, we got to stop here for a second. Ladies and gentlemen in the chat, guys, if you're on here, have you ever heard this? And ladies, have you ever said this? You bring up such a good point because what we do is we, and I'll say this this way, we deify a, we deify labor and childbearing. And because of the extraneous pain that our women go through, a lot of men feel like we don't have the right to address issues because we don't understand what that pain is like. How would you speak to us in terms of how to put that into perspective and not using a normal function as a means to not be held accountable for, for bad behavior? Okay. One part, first of all, if you know, if you decided to have a child together, you already, you are fully aware that you are going to go nine months to carrying the child in pain. 
that's fully aware, okay? You can't use that as an excuse or as a, a weapon that a man is unable to bring his issue because you carried the child. That's normal life process that you get pregnant. There are some women that, I would say, they get pregnant before finding out if he wants a child and then demand for him to take care of the child. But you don't, you, he told you he didn't want a child. He told you he's not ready to be a father. Now you make him a father and then turn around and blame him because he's not a good father. But he told you he didn't want to be a father. And a lot of women are doing that purposely and getting pregnant just to get pregnant or to gain him and realize I still have not gained his heart. And now he's dead meat to society because he's a deadbeat dad. But let's go back in the beginning. I told you I didn't want to have the child. I told you I didn't want you to be pregnant. And you told me you was on birth control and you lied. Nobody knows that story. Only story we know is once she had the child, he's not taking care of the child. I had a situation where this woman had just met this man because she was on vacation and she slept with him. Knew him for maybe one month or not even one month, two weeks. And she got pregnant and upset because he won't marry her. But I need to know you're going to take care of this child. But didn't you make a decision on your own to get pregnant? You made a decision to keep the child, but now you want to the world to feel like I'm a bad dad and no one knew behind the door decision you made on your own. Let's, let's just put it on the table and, and talk about this for real. Really, we need to be honest because it, it's, it's right is right. I understand this bad dad, this bad, I understand that. But let's go back in the beginning because in a relationship, it's not just one person's fault. Because there are some women that's using children as weapon. Because you won't be with me, I'm going to make you suffer and not see your child. And then, now, society don't want to hear that. Only thing society wants to hear, he didn't pay no child support. Now, listen, this, let, let, me, let me tell you something. These are the questions that I'm, I was going to ask. Rabbi, we've not had this discussion. This this conversation is just flowing. These are the exact issues that I had in line to talk about because wow. you are absolutely right that this is what happens. What we see is when a man, that, that we come in at a deficit because we don't have the children and we are, it almost seems like we are discardable because we don't have the children. The only time men are actually held uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a position of reverence and are needed is when something goes wrong. Or when there's something needed, and as yeah. long as that's that's not the case, there's nothing extreme. Then we can be we can just be discarded. How do we change that? And how do we speak to women who are treating men in this manner? I I think men needs to be a little bit more vocal about the truth, and not be afraid to tell the truth about the situation, because what I see women when you talk about the father of your child. But you say you love your child. Mm -mm. You can't love your child and disrespect the father of your child. You demote and devalue the father in the child mind, but you say you love your child. That that right there is, is, is evidence, number one, that you're lying. You're lying because you cannot love. You, you're not doing this for the child. You're doing it for yourself. You're doing it because you hurt because he don't want you anymore. He don't 
don't want to wow. be in relationship with you anymore. I know this is going to hurt somebody, but it's the truth. <laughs> Everybody, we are quiet, just listening. People are in the chat like, preach, listen, absolutely. Because you're right. So let me flip this. For me, because I, even, even I grew up thinking this as well, that because I don't go through the labor pain, you know, you hear things like, it's my child. I carry the child, right? You know, it, the, the, I, a mother loves a child like a daddy can. And I grew up thinking that I was not as necessary in the life of the child. So how do you speak to me and so that we reframe our thinking and know that we actually are just as important as, as the mothers? Very good question. Because I remember speaking on that a couple of years ago to for men, uh, Father's Day. Men have to realize that your voice triggers the best potential in your child. Do not let a woman fool you to think that her voice is the only voice that matters in the child because a woman cannot get pregnant by herself, okay? So the voice of the father matters in the child's life. The voice of the father penetrate a potential that a mother cannot, I don't care if you're raising your child by yourself, you cannot reach that potential in the child that your father can. So the voice of the father develop a part of the child that a mother cannot. The mother have her duties in the child. She have her part where her voice matters, but so does the father and it matters. And the men have to stand up and said, enough is enough. You're not being afraid to say something just because she carried, you carried the seed all the child's life. Let you it, guys, I want y'all to let that sink in. I want y'all to let that sink in. That is so prolific. That's pro So in other words, we both carry the child just in two different realms exactly. and two different ways at two different exactly. times. Exactly. Exactly. So because you, the man does not experience the pain of childbirth per se in the same way, the man experiences his own pain. And us women have to realize this is a balance. He can't be you and you can't be him. Right? And because you come to a point, your relationship don't work. You don't kill the relationship with the child and the father. You, do, you just don't do that. Right. So no man, you carried nation, you carry the spirit of the child, you carry the child all of your life before you landed in a, a, a uterus to bring the child into a, a, a natural earth life. But you carry the child. So you don't you're not afraid. You don't you cannot be afraid to say something. Your voice matters. And the men you know need to stand up and not be afraid. My voice matters. I and want to pause right here for every man who's watching this because if we get it, YouTube is a male-dominated space, and there's a lot of men who need to hear what you just said because we are beaten down by the court systems, we are beaten down by society, we're beaten down in our homes, and we have to carry it because we got to get back to work and make sure we're good. And I want every father and the and the mothers on here, and you may not have children of your own, but you can still be a voice that the presence of a father is valuable. 
It is more than money. It is more than gifts. Mm -hmm. His presence makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And before we put the, 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 the value on the things he brings, he himself produces value just by being there. And we've got to start promoting that. I do that on my page. I promote fatherhood. I promote masculinity. But it is beautiful to hear a, another beautiful woman who was speaking all these things with such a level of passion. Men need to hear this as well. So I want to say thank you for that. But guys who are watching this, we matter. I think Emmanuel said this in here. I think if we can echo a sentiment, it will be we matter too. Exactly. Now, Rabbi, in, in seeing this, when you read a message like this from somebody, what does it make you think of that we have to say we matter too? You speaking to me? Yes. When you okay. see a message like the one Emmanuel Williams put on there, what does it make you think of the fact that we have to say this? Well, I, let, let me uh, put it in the same way. The reason now we have to say Black Lives Matter. What, be, why? Because Black Lives was demoted. It didn't matter. Our voice, we, you, uh, uh, you, we were humanized. It's the same thing with the father. Now we have to say that fathers matter. Our voice matters too because society somehow, even with the help of the courts, have devalued father's voice. The father can't say anything even in the court. They won't even believe them. It's already been said in the court that the father will lie. So now what I will say to a lot of fathers, you need to start exposing these type of women that is killing the voice of the fathers. They need to be exposed and they need to stop because you're, you, what you're doing now, you are uh, 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 opening up a space of, uh, of a wound of a child growing up without the father because you hurt, because you mad, because you want more money. And you're, you're hurting the child. And now the child is growing up without the voice of a father, without the space of a father in his life or in her life, because you have a problem. It needs to be exposed. That's what needs to happen. And, and anytime that I will uh, have the honor to even speak to a father that's going through even the court system, they can't see their child. And I will give them the advice. You better take every single paper, every receipt, everything that you've done. You better save it and have it and present it to the court because somebody's going to lie on you that you've done nothing. You're going to have to have proof. I've, and, and I've seen, the, the, oh my God, it, it, is, it is terrible. And then you lie to the child and say, you know, your father is a deadbeat dad. He don't get no money. He don't did this. And then if you don't pay the money, you can't see the child. What kind of mess is that? Since when? What's that have to do with me seeing my child? Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. I don't, I don't want to go too deep, but <laughs> so 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 we gotta we gotta go here because you know I want to make this even deeper. So we are let's say because it's happening so much. The reason why YouTube has exploded is because we, we didn't have a voice in our society, we didn't have a voice even in our churches. Right. And in, in, in the court systems. And so we've come to, to YouTube as a place where we're connected around the world, sharing a set of common issues. And the thing is, we hear one another for the man who's going through this right now, who was frustrated. And I don't want to bring this up uh, in too much detail, but there was a there's been some cases where you see it that's become public where men are almost losing it because of the pressure of having to pay child support, yet not being able to see their kids. 
yet being responsible for them financially, but having no access to them. What, what would you say to a man who's dealing with this now from an emotional and mental health perspective? How, what, what would you say to that person right now? I, I would, I say that the men need to have a real conversation with the children and to make them aware of what's happening. Maybe the child will have a, 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 a say so to the parent. I want to see my father. And what would the mother say? Well, he didn't pay his child support. You can't see him. That, that doesn't even make sense. A mother should, really shouldn't say that. But I think the, the, the father needs to have a real conversation. If you have the money to go to the courts, fine. But if you don't, I think having a real conversation with the children to let them know your heart, let them see your heart, that whatever it is that you hear about me from others, it's not true. I want to spend time with you, but I'm not allowed because they need to know the truth. It needs, it needs to be exposed because as long so, as you keep it a secret, it becomes a weapon. You know, Emmanuel just typed something. He says, I've heard women tell their kids, father, you can't see your kids to, until you buy me a car. In other words, using the children to bargain for what they want. So, so this is so. I think this is a whole segment by itself. But it's 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 important for this conversation because this is one of the complaints that men have that this is going on. So, if I can't get the car, if I can't buy the nice shoes, if I can't give the extra money, because the truth is, is that most men are not making that much money. Now, so there's a there's a couple of components here. I often recommend if you're going to have children, do it within the confines of a marriage. The second thing is, a man, make sure you are particular about who you have kids with. You can't just be sleeping around with anybody. Uh -huh. Right there. Can I, can I say something right there? Please. For the men that do not have children or for you before you, please, please protect yourself until you are ready to sit down and have a conversation with the woman that's going to be the mother of your child. Don't just have sex and then accidentally get a pregnancy and then, like, oh, now what we're going to do now? No, men need to start learning to protect themselves first. Let's do that. Don't don't depend on the women that's telling you, yeah, I'm on birth control and they're lying. You need to protect yourself and have this conversation with this woman to interview her to see if you want her to be the mother of your child. Don't allow you to be interviewed, the only one to get interviewed to see if you should be the father. She needs to be interviewed to see if she is fit to be the mother of your child because you matter too. So men need to start, single men, uh, men that have any children, you need to start protecting yourself. You need to protect yourself. Don't just depend on a woman. You need to protect your seed. Oh, that's a good one right there. Protect <laughs> your seed. Absolutely. All right. But you, with the, if, let's say with the, with the child that, that, that the mother said, you can't see your child till you get a car. Tell the child the truth. Your mother won't let me see you until I buy her a car and I can't afford to buy a car. I love you, but that is not the way to have a relationship with you. But that's what your mother is saying. I got I got a question on that. Sure. Let's say that he can't even have a conversation with a child yet. And so the child is developing resentment because they have a story being told to them that they that the father is something that he's not. How does a man address that in that case? Go to a family member. 
Go through a family member that will help you get the child and talk to the child and tell the child the truth. The thing is, the men are, are getting disappointed and frustrated too fast and they're not doing the work. Do the work. Do whatever you have to to see your child. You have to go through a family member. Do that. If you have to get evidence and record her on text or on, uh, on whatever to show the courts what she had been doing. Do the work. Don't get frustrated and throw stuff in the air. Tell me, I'm not just tired. Of the woman, no. Do whatever it takes and do the work and expose her and get to your child. If you have to do it through a friend, through a family member, get to your child. I, I want to. I want to speak to the mothers on here as well. If a lot of I've seen a lot of women who do this, they saw it done. Their aunties did it. Their mama did it. Their big sisters did it. How do we speak to the young women who are perpetuating behavior, not necessarily because they've consciously said, this is what I want to do, but this is the behavior that they've seen with the women in their life. What would you say to them who may be, who may be perpetuating this bad behavior? Before I tell these women shame on you, I will say, <laughs> first of all, you are hurting your child. If this is about your child, I need you to focus on your baby. Your child development is not going to be full because the child is missing the voice of his or her father. If you love your child, if you truly love your child, you wouldn't want your child to be a, a, a what would what, what was the word that I want to use? Handicap, mentally and emotionally handicapped because you're trying to get your emotion satisfied. It's time to break the curse. Your mama did it. Your grandmama did it. It's time for you to break it because your child is not going to be like you. Look in the mirror, look into yourself and see your child in the future. Your child going to be just like you. Somebody's you know something- going to have to break this curse. You know something as we're talking is as, as I've as you know you know guys I'm so seasoned and I'm so mature I'm 34 years old so seasoned so so wise uh, in my years of experience I've sa- I've found out something that I never knew I thought that kids once they felt some kind of way about you they always feel that way what I've discovered is that when kids get old enough they ask questions because deep down they really want to know the truth exactly. and I never knew that daughters. I thought it was always sons love their dads. Daughters love their dads. So how do you speak to a a young girl or a mother who may have issues with her father because a picture's been painted and she's going through this internal war? She's she because she's she wants to be loyal and respectful to what her mama said, but she wants to know if it's true about her daddy. She's conflicted because she wants to be loyal to mama, but she wants a relationship with her dad. What do you say to that? I would say that the daughter will have to separate, separate the relationship between your mom and dad and your relationship with your dad. Do not follow the trail of the relationship with your mother and father. Create your own relationship, your own ideas of your father and allow your mother and father. It's okay that the relationship didn't work. It's okay. Yes, your father may be wrong how he treated your mother. It's, it's, it's not right. You put it in the proper perspective that it's not right. I'm not happy the way my father or my relationship with my mother and father. It have nothing to do with your relationship. 
create your own relationship with your father. And I'm also speaking from experience as a daughter. There's nothing nobody could have said about my dad. Cause I was a, my father, even though he was wrong about certain things, nothing. My father was my father and I love my father and nothing. Nobody said that, 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 that took the image of my dad. I saw my father from a different eye than my mother. And that's exactly what a daughter should do. The way your mother see your father is different the way you see your dad. There's things that you may understand about your father that your mother may not understand because her emotion is attached in a different way than your emotion is attached to your dad. You are your dad. Your dad is inside of you. You are part of your dad. Your mother just was attached to your dad in an emotional way by being in love with him. But your mother have a different level of relationship than you do. You are you carry a piece of your father. You can't dismiss that. This is a piece of you. So you have to look from a different eye to see the view of your father. Let me see how my father really feels. Let me see what's really going on with my dad. Put aside the relationship with your mom and your dad. I have nothing to do with you. But see your dad from your own eyes. See him from what that connection, that piece of him, and connect with him to see if something went wrong or maybe from his past. So you may create a compassion for your father that your mother is unable to create because it's a different connection. She may cannot see that, and it's okay. And it doesn't mean that you take inside. It doesn't mean that you love one more than the other. But it's asking, in other words, you're telling me to love my left hand more than I love my right hand. That's what mother and fathers are. Mm -hmm. You, I can't love my left hand more than I love my right hand. I, there's two different, I love both of them. And I need both of them to operate. So you, you get that out of your mind that I need to honor my mom so I'm not going to talk to my dad. That's crazy. You, you honor your mother, you love your mother, and leave it there. But when it comes to your dad, it's a different path. It have nothing to do with your relationship or what he did. And No, but you can't ask me to not honor part of me to make you feel good because he's part of me. I am here because of him. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Prolific. I didn't. I didn't want to chime in. I didn't want to say anything because this is the stuff we need to hear. Because there's so many kids who are torn right now, and you know, they don't. They have this desire to want to know, but they feel like they have to choose. And I think what happens is a lot of parents who are maybe not as mature, they they give their child the same template that they think of their parent with, and now the kid is having adult feelings toward the, their parent that they that it's unfair for them to carry. And so they are they got this emotional turmoil because of this. And so what you said, I think it's beautiful that I can't love my right hand more than my left hand. I shouldn't have to pick between two things I need. Now, in the case of abuse, in case of you know, there's some type of terrible thing happening, then this is different. But I mean, for people who are too decent people who want to be a parent, I think what you said is absolutely correct, that I shouldn't have to be just because y'all got divorced doesn't mean I have to divorce y'all. That's your exactly. relationship. I need both of y'all in my life. So I appreciate you saying that. Before we move on, 
Chat, do you guys have any questions? Is this helping anybody in here? I want you guys to leave us a comment. And uh, uh, if, doctor, if you if you have a, a little bit, after a few more questions, I'd like to open up the chat so people can call in and maybe ask a question. Are Definitely. you open to that? Definitely. Excellent, excellent, guys. Well, thank you so much, guys. Let's make sure we get these likes up, make sure that we're interacting and make sure that we share. Uh, uh, I'm gonna need a couple moderators as well. I think I've got some bots trying to mess up my stream. I got some. Shout out to Takel, my lovely wife. She is in here uh, uh, keeping the chat. Thank you so much. I just saw a bot, and then it's just like that is gone. Guys, I want to ask you if you can be a moderator for for this stream. I would really appreciate it if you can do that for me. Just type me. Just type me. I need a couple of moderators. But let's move on to a, another another question that I have for you. So this is the this is one of the complaints. Uh, uh, and before I get to the complaint, let me ask you a question. What what are feminine women looking for in a man? Now, key, key, key word, feminine women looking for in a man. Mm. Let me see how could I put that into words. <laughs> <laughs> um, mainly, uh, um, I'm trying to identify a man, a man that's not, uh, that knows how to take control properly. A man that knows how to take control of situ situation in a healthy manner. We don't want no limp, limp, whatever you want to do. Okay, then we, we don't. And if you let us take control, we it's almost like, you know what? You're not it. Believe it or not. And some so men, I, think, I'm gonna let you just do everything you want to. No, I got a question there. Because now you'd have messed us up. So most of us, we defer because that's what we we were taught. But that's what women want. So we'll, case in point, instead of us saying, "Hey, babe, I got us tickets to go here," or "I've got reservations for us to go to this place," what we do is we say, "Hey, babe, what would you like to do?" Because in our heads, us asking you what you want to do makes you happy because we make it about you. Are you saying? That you women, feminine women, prefer for a man to have plans and to say, "Hey, babe, this is what we're doing," as opposed to, "What do you want to do?" Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Because the 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 uh, just uh, allowing the women to just total take total control all the time is not what soft feminine women want. We do that already in the world. We do that in our career. We want to come home to a man that knows how to control in a healthy manner and have a plan. And then we all we want to do is ride the skirt. That's it. We ride the skirt. You'll have everything you want. <laughs> Listen, that's a whole other segment. Listen, it's, it's so interesting that you're saying this because a lot of men, we are afraid to take that charge because that level, that level of leadership hasn't been cultivated in us. And I push this back on, on the lack of our fathers being there because we are deferential to our women because we have to be deferential to our mothers. Oh, the thing, and then you'll find a lot of men becoming secretly miserable because I'm always trying to make you happy. I'm always doing things that you want. So to have a happy home is a happy wife. No. To have a happy home is a happy couple. So are you saying happy wife, happy life, that shouldn't be the thing. It should be happy couple, happy life. 
Exactly. Because a lot of men are secretly unhappy. So that's the re one of the doors that open for cheating because another woman come out and, and now wants to do what you want to do because the wife is still doing what she wants to do. So the woman on the outside, because she understand what the wife does, she's like, oh, whatever you want, baby. I'm and then so he's attracted to that because he's not getting that at home. That's what's we're happening. About, we're about to mess up. We're about to mess up real bad. It's about to get listen to guys. This is the AM. Well, this is the PM show. We can uh, kind of go here a little bit. Um I've seen a lot of guys who have. I just, this is going to be terrible to say, but a lot of guys who have stepped out with somebody who, I, with her, do you see how she looked? How could you cheat on somebody that looked like her? But she possessed a level of femininity, a level of softness that that looks better than outside looks. And a lot of women don't understand. Now, I'm not condoning cheating. I am not doing that. But what I am saying is that just like feminine res response to masculine, masculine response to feminine you said something yesterday that when you're out you let people open the door for you and, and not because you know it's just an expectation you let because we respond to that and whether women know it or not men feel good by being able to show that side of us because we respond to femininity okay there's two you you said so much on that i'm gonna break it in pieces right now me, uh, me valuing a man doesn't take anything from me it actually compliments me. In every aspect in life, when I see a man, I don't care if he, whoever he is, I'm going to still honor the energy of the masculine man. I'm going to honor that because he, if it's if it's a room full of female, I'm going to pull the man out and put him up front automatically because the I celebrate the masculine. And my celebration doesn't take anything from me. I don't need to show a man how strong I am. I already know how strong I am. I know what I'm capable of doing. I know my power. I don't need to show him. And a lot of women misunderstand that you need to show him. I'm going to show him. I could pay my own bill. I could show just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you need to show it. You need to show it is another problem within yourself. Mm. You need to show everybody what you could do is another problem. I don't need to show that. I need to celebrate the masculine. So I celebrate you by allowing you to open up the door for me, by allowing you to be whatever it is, the male. I respect that. And you don't have to be my husband to respect you as a man. It doesn't take what anything is, from me. Where does that come from, though, that desire that I've got to prove myself? I can do it myself. Because it don't make no sense. Listen to me. The most gangstest thing is for a wife to to get a man so in love with her that he's willing to pay all your bills and take care of you so you can not have to live such a hard life. That's the most gangstest thing. Who would want to, like, say, you know what? Forget this. Forget somebody loving me and taking care of me and making my life better and, and simpler and extending my ability to do what I want to do. Forget all that. I want to get out here and go get the stress. Like, what what is that that need to prove something? Where does that come from? Well, it's it's been taught from mother, grandmother, show them because i've even heard couples said to my you know I, I i could go ahead and move the refrigerator i could move this i could do i'm just go ahead and do it since i asked him to do it he take too long just because you can does not mean you should that is part of the fruit of the spirit of self-control so it is taught by the mother it is taught by the grandmother it, it just goes down to the next to the child 
and you just go ahead and take care of yourself and, and you don't need no man in your life to take care of things. Yes, I do need a man in my life because he is part of me. I am complete with the man. Doesn't mean that I can do it by myself. I can't. But why would I want to? You know what I'm saying? Why would I why Absolutely. would I want to? So if you ask him, let's say you ask him to move the refrigerator and he's taking days to do it, Joe, you come and do it yourself. Eh, not a good idea. Another good because I'll keep bugging him to do it. Just because I can doesn't mean that I will. I could open up my own door, but why should I? Why would I need to do? Why would I need to go and as you said to prove myself? Because it's been taught by the mom, it's been taught by the grandmother, you take care of yourself, you be independent. That's not what independent means. I am independent when I need it. But if it's it's not necessary, I'm not going to do it. Hold on a second. Whoo, you just said a whole word right there. I'm independent when I need to be. So in our, in our black, and I, I just want to speak to our, let's, let's, I want to bring this into our black people. Why are it, I looked at other cultures, and when we go and get degrees, in a lot of cases, we go to get degrees, I won't say for everybody, this is just what I've seen. And a lot of other cultures, they go to get a degree because they want to make sure that they can produce for their family, mm-hmm. right? Women are taught, go get a degree so that you can contribute to your family. And our, our women, they're taught, you go get a degree and get some money so you don't have to depend on no man. Exactly. Why, exactly. why, are, we, why are we this way? Exactly, because again, we have to break that voice. The reason the mother and the grandmother were saying that, they were saying that based on what they've been through in their generation. We women today, needs, we need to break those voices out of our mind. We need to, so we won't even pass it on to our children. Just because you can, and I've learned it, does not mean I have to do it. I don't, I, I can take care of myself. I am independent. But I, I have given couples uh, uh, some advice, like if it's his job for him to pay, he said, I want to pay the light bill, I want to pay. And you say, well, he's taking too long. You need to allow the lights to get cut off so he could see, oh, I forgot, I do need to pay. Yeah, he need, but a lot of women don't want to experience that. No, 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 I'm going to go ahead and take care of him before something go wrong. Maybe in something going wrong, he, you would allow him to learn his lesson of who he is in his household. It doesn't mean you have to run to his rescue. Just sit back and allow him to be the man. If he let the light cut off, say, baby, you forgot to, to pay the light. It cut off, yeah, why? but you said you're going to pay it, so I'll just let you pay it. But we run to the rescue too fast. So when you keep running to the rescue, the man already told my she got it. Why would he do do anything when he know you got it? So now we created these men that's dumbed down their masculinity because the women whoop in to save the day. Well, he should be the one whooping in to save the day. Let me speak to that really quickly because there sometimes women can overlove a man and cripple him because the goal is to never let him fall, never let... Now, there's a difference between helping a man when it's absolutely critical. But particularly if you are in your 20s and early 30s, this is the time for a man to really exercise the muscles of masculinity. And if you rush in and always are there to save, always there, he can't fall, he can't make a mistake, he can't learn, he can't get it wrong, then your love is not a strength to him. Your love becomes a crutch to him. And so you have to know when to pull your hands off and not step in to fix stuff because in fixing stuff, you take away his, his classroom 
from learning the skills it takes to be the man he needs to be. That's because women spill over to motherhood when it comes to a man. We spill over to motherhood and mother the man. I'm, I'm there, baby. I'm going to take care of everything for you. Don't, we Unconsciously, we become, become their mother. You see, there goes somebody that said that. Yep, we yep. Rihanna just said the same thing, yep. Yes. So we have to bring, life is about controlling your emotions. Control your emotion. It doesn't spill over to the other arena of your life. Just like, for instance, I've, I've had mentees that have loved their son so much that their love and the emotion superfluous over now he became the head of the household, almost become her husband. Because we don't know how to control that emotion. This is your son. You need to stop right here. So it's the same way with women. We need to bring our emotion. This is your husband. This is the man that you said as the head of your household. Bring that love under control. Bring that motion under control. Don't superfluous into motherhood. Now you become his mother. And what happens is if that spills over into motherhood, your response to him won't be that of a wife. You'll respond to other masculinity at your job. You respond to it at your church and in your community. And now you got feelings you don't know what to do with. And yes. it is because you have loved him into a position to where you can't respect him as the man in the house. Exactly. So we've got to be really careful on this. And that's one of the places where the romance is gone. I don't want to have sex with him no more because unconsciously he became your son. So the romance is now gone and you don't know what happened. I would, I would suggest go visit that love and see if you let it spill over to motherhood. And that's why now you no longer have those romantic turned on feelings anymore. Absolutely. Listen, chat, is this blessing y'all today? If this is helping you out, just say yes. Type in yes. My goodness. Listen, so so I, I wanna, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask one more question then I'm gonna open it up for some calls. Okay. So with all of this stuff that we've talked about, We've talked about, you know, the core systems and child support, how we need to reconcile that and fix that, meaning to make sure that we take the do the work on ourselves to become the men that can be respected. Um, how do we improve our relationships as of now? I'm a promoted, proponent of marriage. I promote marriage before children. Um, with all this stuff that's going wrong, what would you say we need to start doing to improve our relationships overall? It's very simple. I, I recommend marriage counseling, marriage coaching, however you want to call it. I recommend it for every couple. If President Obama and Michelle went through marriage counseling, there's nobody on this earth that should not be going through marriage counseling. <laughs> Absolutely. It just because it's that's why I call mine coaching because I know a lot of people. I don't need no counseling. You, you need uh, even today was so awesome. Trying to go find out what the problem, you need somebody else to talk to help you find the problem. And then it's your, even as a, as a premarital coach, I, it's not that I come in and tell people what to do. What I do is I tap into you and let you bring forth the answer because you do have the answer. You just need somebody to help you lead you to the answer within you. And we just tap into it and you bring the answer out. So I will recommend life or uh, couple coaching, couple counseling. I highly recommend it. 
highly. You will be shocked. There's, I, I want to give that example because there's one premarital I, I did, and she was the first one to say, we don't have any problem. We've been together for eight years, and I am so satisfied with him, and he's perfect. And he said, I said, excuse me, sir, what about you? And he starts spitting it out. And she was like, I never knew that. <laughs> exactly. And he was so happy for that time that he get to tell his truth about this relationship. So you will be surprised. And how much, whether it's a man or woman, secretly holding things that they are hoping that somebody would help me then give me the space to tell the truth about how I really feel. I'm going to add to that. I believe in premarital counseling as well as post-marital counseling. Yes. So I'm going to make sure Rep. Uh, 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 Dr. Kana Yosue is one of the best in the business. Um, I'm going to recommend after this video, as after it's done rendering, her content information will be available. I want you guys to take advantage of this as well. Also, I just looked at my cash up. Ain't nobody sent somebody sent some 99 cents or something. Drop a dollar to your boy's cash app and support this platform as we are growing. Make sure we are doing that if you guys are getting great content. So now that we've done this, we've talked about this great stuff. I'm going to open up the calls uh, and we're going to take a few calls today. All right, guys. So listen, if you're going to join in, I want you to make sure that you're cammed up. I'm running a business here, and I want to win, I want to make sure that when I go back and I do my editing and put my clips up, that these clips are quality. All right, clips are quality. So if you're going to join in, make sure that the audio is well. Make sure that your, your lighting is pretty good. I want this to sound great. All right? Be respectful. If you lose respect, then you get kicked automatically. All right? All right, moderator, let's make sure we add the link to uh, to the show. And remember, y'all, I'm in the Christmas spirit, so I'm feeling like giving. Uh, I'm going to be uh, giving away uh, some lunch money to four different people. Uh, if you haven't added your Cash App yet, make sure that you add your Cash App. Right after the show, we're going to go through. We're going to select some people based off of engagement, uh, particularly people who have liked and subscribed. We'll get the uh, we'll get the uh, you know first pickings, um, and then we'll take it from there. So moderators are getting ready to drop the link, and I'm going to pay for somebody lunch again. I told you before, this ain't Fogo de Chow. This is Applebee's or Denny's. Appreciate me on my level. Appreciate me on my level. So, <laughs> all right. All right, guys. So what we're going to do is, uh, and yeah, you see that the cash up is at the bottom of the screen um, uh, under, under the support, the network. You know, Rabbi, what's funny? I mean, Dr. Yosweb, what's funny is I did another video, and I had a different cash up under there. And I took the uh, I took it down because I thought it was wrong, and I found out that I own that cash app as well. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I recommend only have one of them, only have yes. one cash app so that it's easy to yes. uh, support yes. your platform. All right, all right, guys, moderator, let's make sure that we drop the link. I just sent it to you so that we can send it out. Again, guys, if you're going to join, make sure that uh, your lighting is good, that your volume is good, and try to be as still as possible. We want the quality of the video to look great. All right. If y'all are ready, moderator, let's drop that link. As a matter of fact, let me pull it up. To, to who's going to be with the first questions? Yep, I just dropped it as well, and you'll see it uh, throughout this, uh, throughout our, our segment. Ralph, doctor, I'm, I'm ready for this. We're going to talk about some good stuff. I, I'm excited about these questions. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's see who's going to be the first one. <laughs> what you said about premarital post premarital counseling, especially um, if you just engage and you're not ready, you have not set a date yet. I recommend that this is the time that you start. This is the time that you start. I want to be able to do a class for single um, married, single engage or those who want to be married, because I really want to help a lot of couples to stay married, to get married in a healthy manner. So I, I really want to do that. And let me let me let me be for real for, for you guys. So I'm not just recommending something I've been tried. <laughs> I won't go into full details, but let's just say she has been there. This is I don't trust people just by nature. I don't trust people. Um, it, it, you can say I need counseling. You can say you say whatever you want to say, but I don't generally trust people. Uh, and when I do, it is because there was something there, and I trust her. Um, I, I trust her even with my own stuff, and she's been a a, a an amazing voice of wisdom and reason. So I recommend her. So okay, go. We've got somebody. Emmanuel is on here. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, he's he's look like a. There we go. Brother Emmanuel, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How you guys doing? Fantastic. Doing great, really good to great. see you. <laughs> well, first, I would say uh, today is my birthday, and this was the best birthday gift I ever got with this wisdom, this knowledge on how to move in relationships. And I was going crazy in the chat because I said, she's dropping bombs, boy. She's killing it. So I'm telling you, that is definitely... Um, some great wisdom and knowledge that y'all guys was um, actually putting out there. Well, thank you. Very much appreciate it. Thank you very much. So. so what do you have? What do you have for the doctor? Uh, so I do have a question. So um, me being young and I've been married for three years, I see how other people move compared to how I move. And I noticed that it's totally different. So I believe in dictatorship. I think a man should be a nice dictator. He should, really control everything, but he should use wisdom and be able to take the knowledge of his wife. So my question to you, if a man is in like a 50-50 partnership or a man is like where he have released all that control to his wife, how do you think that he should be able to take that back? If, if you have released all the control as far as the head of the household, or are you talking about paying bills or are you talking about just being the head of, of making decision in your household? Well, I, be, I believe that a man should do all those things. The one reason that I, I kind of told my wife that she could stop working is because I needed her to know that if I'm going to call the shots, it costs to be the boss. So I know just some guys, they go 50-50 and their biggest problem is when they have disagreements, they, um, how do you, if you don't have a head of the house, how do you make decisions? Uh, Cause I, soon as y'all finish this, I'm I'm sending this to somebody. So um, that's why I'm asking that question to be okay. Um, well, but what, I, I'm kind of old school. I don't believe in this fifty-fifty stuff that you know, 2021 type of, of relationship. I don't believe in that. And I also, it, it, I don't think it's necessary for your wife to stop working for you to be in control of the household. It takes yeah. a conversation. It just really, for someone to take that back and say, hey, it's time for us to sit down and update our relationship. And updating is having a conversation one-to-one -one of 
this is what I, I, I want to take control back of the household because I want to take care of the household. Yes, you could continue to work and this is what you could do with your money. And I'm taking control back of the decision of this household. It's just an update conversation that needs to take place, but so it needs to not be a drive by conversation. It needs to be heart in heart, face to face, eye to eye, where we sit down somewhere and we speak and we are honest about it. So do you believe that a man can overrule a woman's decision or no? I wouldn't call it overrule. I will call it, uh, uh, what is that word I want to, uh, okay, it's the same thing that a, a, a judge have the right to uh, take the the court decision if the jury could find them or, uh, or whatever the jury is doing, the judge have the last say-so. But yes, the husband can have the last say-so, but it's the way that it's done. So I'm trying to find the right way because it's got to be in a healthy way. It's not, we're going to do what we're going to do. This is what I say, and that's it. It's not necessarily for it to be done in that manner. Because the voice of the woman that's in the house matters as well. So the men have to come, you know, on the table, the reason why we're going with your decision instead. Okay. So, so the reason I'm asking this question is because, uh, so I believe in order. So I believe that a woman should not submit to a man that's not submitted to God. Because you, I believe that you have to be in a dictatorship, but he has to be submitted to something greater than him. Because he needs to have that guidance coming from somewhere else. So when she submitted, I, I know that's a triggering word for a lot of women. But when she submitted to me, it's not my way, it's God's way. How do God want us to move in the future? But in the ultimate scheme of things, it's my decision. Now, a man used wisdom, in my opinion, to take what his wife is saying. Because it's it's, it's so many things that I have missed Um I have so many pitfalls that I missed because my wife seen things that I couldn't see. I do believe that women have the knowledge and the wisdom to see things that men cannot see. So I'm not saying that you completely uh, dismiss it. The problem, I think, with the word dictatorship, we think of people like Hitler. But it is keen, especially if you go back to African cultures, have been dictators and they knew how to take the wisdom of their chairman and the people that was around them to speak knowledge into them to make the right decision. Amen. Let me let me speak well, to this. Well, uh, from, okay. A, from okay, go ahead, Doctor. I'll speak after you. Oh no, I would I would do two things. First of all, I will replace the word dictatorship to something else, because of the meaning of dictatorship that it already have an image what a dictatorship is. So I will replace that, and I do believe a woman is submitting to her husband, but it's the way we represent that. Oh, that's a good one. The executive decision. That's a good one. It's the way we represent that, whatever that issue is. So it, it, I believe uh, um, when you said that that was really pregnant, it's not you You submitting to God's way. I think sometimes couples hide behind God. It's God have already given you what you need within yourself. It's going to take a conversation between the man and the woman to see how can we move forward. If you keep saying, well, God, what is God's way for us? Well, in, in my opinion, what I do is I say, hey, we're doing this because I believe that God works never change. I am a Christian. So we go back to the Bible and the Bible says, hey, 
this is how things should move in our relationships. And that's our foundation. Now, I know that's not the foundation for a lot of other people, but I'm not just pulling, saying God spoke to me at night. I'm like, no, let's go to Matthew, such and such, such and such. This is the guidance he talked about a Proverbs or Proverbs. This is the guidance he said about a wife and how we should move together. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of. I would say two things. If your wife is okay with that, I say beautiful. But we, when it comes to the word, it have to be translated to the language called life. You can't do what the letter say. You have to do what the translation of what that is saying. What? How do you translate those scriptures into the language called life? So let me let me add a piece to this as well. So there's two things. One is a lot of men say that they want this. Uh, they want the glory of dictatorship, but not the pressure of it. A lot of guys are not yet ready to handle that level of pressure. They don't have the insight, the wisdom, the structure. They don't have the life skills. They don't have enough going on in their life. So that that's a really that's a really a difficult thing uh, for most men to even conceptualize. The other piece to this is like we were talking about earlier, how a woman's love can can become a mother to a husband and she loses attraction. Men who treat their wives under that like that level of thinking where it's a dictator. And we're not talking about leadership. When I think of dictator, I think of somebody who everything has to run uh, by them. And the amount of pressure that that takes, you will start to look at her like someone who's less than your wife. And this is why a lot of men will they, they start treating their wife like a daughter is because we want her to be our helpmate, but we put her in a position to where all she can do is listen. And so her intelligence and her intellect and her skills are of no value to us because we leave no space for her to add to us from what they have. So I think it's very important that if we're going to talk about dictatorship, um, that we use a different definition because a lot of men have missed out on the qualities that their wife brings because they think that they have to be domineering in order to be the leader. And a good leader is not somebody who does everything. A good leader is somebody who assesses the talent and the skills within their and the, within the home and puts it to good use for the benefit of the entire family. Well, I, I do want to respond to that because dictatorship just, it, it doesn't mean that you can't delegate. So I think I think most great dictators, if you really go back in time, they was really good at delegating like food. One of those things she got full dominion over that. I, I come home, whatever's there is there because I don't have time to focus on that because it's my responsibility to lead. So I'm not saying that every decision because it's impossible for anybody to make every single de decision, especially when you talk about scaling on a massive level. But as the problem is that dictators never been around. Every king that in the past have been a dictator. It wasn't a rule by committee. Like I'm saying, a snake cannot have two heads. It only have to have one head. And that's what I mean by dictatorship is, is, is specific about explaining that it's a one head thing. Now it's not saying that it's not going to use other things because we're so much, we're, we're, we're so much more intelligent than that. But yes, yeah, she should be able to say, Hey, this is what I want to do. And then I should be able to process it, take the wisdom out of it, then make the decision. Now, it might not Absolutely. work for everybody, but I make the final decision in my household, and that's just what I've seen that works. If it comes down to we we trying to convince each other who's going to make this decision, in my opinion, it doesn't work. Now, so I'm with you on leadership, but the word, I think the word is, is I think the word is not, in 2021, Hey, hey, let's let's play the scenario. Hey, I want you to be my wife. Just so you know, I'm a dictator. 
right? To a woman who brings substance and value, you you won't even have to say that because she's going to submit to who you are. I think that what we've done in this culture is because we we, we speak on extremes because we're in, a, in an extreme society and we don't know how to just how to lead and lead well. And we're not used to having a woman who falls in line with that. So we have to be extreme to get what we want. And I think we have to change that culture uh, because in this age, I don't want, I, I, even kings have people who they are subject to. So while the king gets the glory, they have the most responsibility. But if we are, if we're biblical, even kings have prophets. There are certain things that the king would not do unless they consulted with the prophet. And what I'm saying is, it's it's okay to be in a leadership that way. But most people are not mature enough to understand what a dictator is. Yeah. And so that's why I try to shy away from using that word in this context. And if I would say, yeah. if it's good for you at home, that's that's what matters. That's what really matters because you found a woman that understood or that understand uh, your language or your definition or your way of life. And she agreed with it and she's walking with you. I said, that's beautiful. I have one more question. I know you might have to get onto that. So do y'all, this is more for the doctor. Do you believe that men have to, I know in the chats, they said a man have to earn respect. Respect is re-earned. Do you think that, men have to earn respect or do you believe that it should be naturally given until they give it up? This is probably going to be a different um, um, answer than most people. I believe that respect is giving until you earn that you don't deserve it. When Can you, you elaborate just a little bit? Have, on that? Yeah. you. I give respect. A man deserve his respect until he has proven that he doesn't deserve it. That's my belief. Earning it, what can anybody do to earn your respect? And I know that is a popular saying. Respect is something that we should have anyway for men and women for, for women. Until you are proving that you don't deserve it, then it's taken away. Fantastic question, fantastic answer. Emmanuel, that answer your question? That answered my question perfect. We definitely align 100% with that, that you got to give it. It's nothing you can earn, but you, it can't be taken away. If you misuse respect, you can't expect, you can't re, you can't expect a person to respect you regardless of the bad decisions that you make. I'm a big on being accountable for the decisions that you make. And there's one reason, I think a big thing that me and my wife do, uh, we just sat down and we did a full plan for 2022. The one thing is once I say it, my word is higher than me. So she can say, no, you said in the plan we was going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to do this. So I believe that us men got our words that we release have to be higher than our ego. So if I say something, I need to make sure that somebody can also hold me accountable. So great, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, Even before you leave, how long have you been married? I've been married for three years. Excellent. And uh and then the one thing that I tell you is y'all hit it on the head. Before me and my wife got married, we sat down with a couple that had been married for about, I think it was 28 years, and we talked about it, and we thought everything was good before we got married. <laughs> we all everything, do. <laughs> everything wasn't good. So I liked it because we was able to know. Like, it was like, hey, these are things that's going to happen. Like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And... um and it wasn't that they were speaking into our life. They were just giving us a level of wisdom on how to handle those things when it happened. I think so many couples are blindsided 
when um, it comes and that they don't even know how to deal with those situations. And I think for my kids, everybody, um, well, I don't know if all your viewers know, I have a nine-month-year-old daughter. And I tell, I tell people all the time, there's no reason that I can leave my wife. After we decide to bear, bring a child into this world, is more important than us. Um, and, um, and she knows that. Okay, wait a second. So now, now we've opened up the gates. Uh, Zoe's in here. Zoe, don't go anywhere. I'm going to pull you up in just a second. Okay, this is, this is a question. Because I am of the belief, and this can be old, I believe if two grown people are fully functioning adults, like two fully functioning adults, right? She's got her head on her shoulders. He's got his head on his shoulders. That once you produce a child, that you guys need to do what it takes to make it work for the sake of the child. That's what I believe. Email, what do you believe? And after you tell us what you believe, I want to get the doctor's response to this. I believe, I don't believe in divorce. I believe there's no reason point blank for you to be divorce i was on another platform and they brought up a thousand situations on why you should be divorced i don't believe happiness is about i mean i don't believe marriage is about happiness i believe it's about duty once you say yes you're gonna be with that person you better figure it out because y'all gonna be together forever so that's my my theory on that my answer to that would be marriage is not about being in love marriage is about a commitment having a child is a greater commitment so whether I'm in love, not in love, don't feel like it, don't like you, that's not the reason that you to the foundation of this marriage. We grown, as you said, people made a commitment and we need to learn to honor the commitment. And I tell people all the time, stop lying to God. Y'all uh, talking about y'all going to be together to death do his part? Y'all still alive. Stop all that lying. Y'all just lying in front of the, right in front of the Holy Spirit. Listen, guys, don't you be lying on any on Emmanuel's birthday today. He's, he, he, you know, don't be lying on his birthday. So I absolutely agree, you man. Listen, salute to your marriage, salute to your new child. Love what you're doing, man. Keep on going strong. So glad you're part of the community, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate you for having me on. Y'all have a blessed Christmas. Thank you so much for your questions. You too. Thank you. Zoe is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, sir? Hey, how's it going, sir? Hey, I'm I'm good right now. I just wanted to. Uh, oh, hey, how's it going, Doctor Connor? I am doing absolutely fabulous. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, it's Christmas Eve. I'm supposed to be moving right now, so I can't spend too much time pricing my okay. back. <laughs> get it out of camera. So, talk, so what you got for us? But um, no, I agree with E Man as far as uh, just calling a dictatorship. But uh, like for me, that like if you know your heart and if God knows your heart and you understand reciprocity and being kind, then being a dictator or calling it that isn't really an issue. I do understand what you were saying, Sir Hale, that, you know, and I think you were saying also, Dr. Joseph, that that it might not be palatable for I'm trying to get that word right. Palatable for for, um, palatable. Okay, I don't know why I can't get that word right. (laughs) I got your back. I got your back. (laughs) Thank you. palatable. I don't know. I can understand how it's not going to be palatable for most people. Um, just because of, I think Dr. Josu said, like, kind of like the history of the word, it, 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 it's going to rub some people the wrong way, no matter what, just because of the history of the word. But, um, and don't laugh at me. I think a better word would be the prime minister of your own, of your own house. Maybe, maybe something more executive or something less, um, less, uh, less forceful, but definitely have the, uh, that definitely have, needs to have a religious understanding behind it because without God, it's not going to be 
an actual marriage, at least in my opinion. Like you can make it by the law, you can make it by whatever, but it's like it can't like marriage has its foundation in religious roots and Christian roots, and we understand that the Bible is a guide in that way that you can look to it the way kind of Emmanuel was talking about. You can look to the Bible to say, I'm following instructions that have been time tested to say what, what people agreed upon was what worked. Everyone likes to downplay religion these days or they don't want you to talk about it on platforms. I'm just like, I don't know, it kind of blows me because I, I understand the effect it's had on my life, even as a, from a child up to now. So to say that marriage would be something that you would do outside of religion, it, it, it rubs me the wrong way. I'm not gonna lie, I rubbed it the wrong way. So um, I'm not. I don't have the marriage experience, you know, to uh, to have certain conversations. But idealistically, and then uh, in my own faith, I understand that it's gonna be God priority, then me, then my wife under me, and that the word is going to come in succession that way. So I have to stand on my own word, the way I'm gonna stand on God's word. I'm gonna have faith in God's word, and then what I would expect my wife to follow up behind me. So let me ask you something. How, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 32. Oh, man, we're brothers. I'm 34. So here's something that I've learned in getting married at 19 years old. And my wife is different. Is uh, 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 Dr. Yosue. Actually, Dr. Yosue, they, she knew my wife before I did. Right. And so my wife is, you know, very intelligent. She has a master's degree, very smart, very intelligent. And she was a lot more uh, vocal than I was. A lot more vocal. When I, when, if you met me when I first met, I was quiet. I was reserved, talented, but I was reserved. It, I, I had to grow as a, as a man to be able to not earn, but to, to cement the respect from my wife. And I think a lot of men, what we don't do is spend enough time in developing ourselves, like really figuring out what we want to do. Like behind the stream, I got a lot of good stuff. Like look, you know. So for the network, y'all see, we, we bought. Bought some new stuff, you know, so we can get a, a really good position. The new Surface Book. Now, look, I'm going to need somebody help for this one. I don't know how to use this, but we're trying to make these productions great. All, like this, all, all this equipment we've gotten, I wouldn't have gotten this. She does this. Because what I had to do is have a vision that's so, that's so, style, that's so solid that she can submit to and follow on. And I think a lot of us men, we haven't yet discover what we're about. And so we really don't know how useful a wife is for our life because we don't know what we need to be doing and we don't have things going on. What do you say to that? I agree with you to a certain extent. I don't know if I agree with you all the way. And maybe it's because I have more things to work out in my own head. And then sure. you also, you obviously have the experience in being married that's going to trump my opinion. And so it's like, it makes me really want to think of what I have to say before I say it. But what I <laughs> what I what I what I what I understand that as is well what stuck out to me the hardest was however start stout and you know however well structured your goal and agenda is makes it clear for her what her role is going to be in your life just like naturally. Like I think someone was talking about like what what I guess what I would describe as a woman's intuition is she would is that she because your plan is so solid is not that difficult for her to fall in place and, and the most you have to do is give her options you don't have to uh um dictate so much you know what i mean like you don't you don't have oh, to be that, that that you don't have to that was, that was i'm there too i gotta be firm right i gotta be firm with my the talk okay. yeah, let the people know let the people know it's different between us like because she because she has a more dominant personality. Like that's just how she was because that's what life had it. That that's what, 
a lot of times we get married to our wives and we want them to change 18 years of culture, 18 years of conditioning, right? And unless we go through premarital counseling, therapy of our own, we got a lot of work to do to deconstruct some stuff that's detrimental to our marriage. And we had to go through that, right? When I tell you guys about, uh, about you know, really benefiting from rabbi's coaching, I'm saying that because she saw the worst of us. And I'm just being honest with you. I mean, saw the worst. I mean, I mean, I saw and heard the worst. I'm surprised that she didn't say, you know what, Sir Hill, do not ever call, contact me again because she saw, she saw so much. And what, what that taught me, though, is, first of all, I, I, I will make sure that I speak on these things for people who want to be married to do the development work before, because sometimes a marriage can't sustain two people developing at the same time. It takes real. It takes real strength. It takes real structure, and so it's easy to do the work before and come in with a foundation that's firm, so that you have a better uh, a better chance of success uh, in your marriage. What area? Doctor, did, I, did I get that right, Doctor? Well, first let me say I look at when it comes to premarital counseling or postmarital counseling. I see it as almost like I'm in the surgery room. Who, what surgeon come out and say, you know, I saw you bloody, so I don't want to talk to you no more. You know, it, it, my mindset is not in that way because when you, when a surgeon is taking a cancer out, the, the, the surgeon doesn't judge the patient based on what we saw on the inside and getting it out. We there to get whatever we need out to make sure that you live a healthy life. That is the same with my mindset when it comes to premarital counseling or, or coaching. Because I understand in relationship, you you don't come in to be perfect. You come in to say, this is my garbage. Help me bring it out. Right? And the person doesn't get judged based on, you know, on the, on the garbage that we throw out. That's not that's not real work. So we know that it, it is a decision to, I want to be married with you. You want to be married with me. We made a decision. Whatever that decision is, I want to stay in this marriage. We work through it without anybody running away from it. Love this, um, I was going to comment on some, I think Emmanuel posted something in the chat too. I was trying not to pay attention too much, but like it still speaks to what Sir, Sir Hill was saying as far as um, the leadership is, is that before, what was I going to say? Oh, here's what I was going to say. Before Adam got Eve, he had to name every beast. He had to give titles. He had to, and, and, and when you give titles to something, then you understand. That means you understand its value. You understand what its worth is. You understand how to feel about things. And that he so, had to learn. He had to have that understanding as a leader to, to so, I'll say as a leader. Oh, go ahead. Before you say this, I want you to understand that doctor, if you watch her face, this is how deep you want to go in this. As deep as you want to go, I'm, 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 I'm here for this. I mean, I don't have a lot of, I don't have too much time. I'm still trying to use the daylight hours, but I'm, I'm passionate about, about, um, what I understand from the Bible through and through and through. So that means if I can be corrected somewhere, I'm with it. If I can be, if I can give knowledge somewhere, I'm with it. Excellent. Okay, well, please continue. I just wanted you to be aware that this is what she does. So go ahead, okay. continue. Oh, I was going to say, like, so he had to give titles to every beast for him to understand, and and what he got from that was he learned. His, his his relationship as a man to the different things around him in his life so that he could so so that he would have created his own structure 
God gave it to him as a task. He didn't say, oh, yeah, this is a bear. Not a, you know, I mean, he didn't say he didn't give it to Adam. He said, this is what you're going to do. And as, and after Adam did that, that's what the, was the work for him to have a structure. So that when Eve came along, he knew where Eve was, even when Eve didn't really know where she was. Eve, Eve came into existence without the understanding that Adam had and was willing to be and was capable of being led by Adam. So so that leadership coming before uh, coming before uh, the woman is, is, is necessary. It's paramount. It's it's it's. Um, it's the way that I had to do it in my own life. So it's, it's, I'll take the I'll take the values in my own life before women were attracted to me or like I would say si- sincerely attracted to me that 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 that's what it was that I noticed was any any place where I was able to assert myself and and to um, show myself as a leader or prove myself as a leader or prove myself as having a foresight was what was um, was was what was intangibly um attractive about me to other women well i'll, I'll let i'll let dr go down on that note doctor it's on you <laughs> well, i mean I'm, I'm trying would you help me are you are you asking as far as why adam or are you saying that why adam is the leader i'm, I'm trying to exactly oh i was you in that okay i was um I was developing Sir Hill's point further from my understanding what like what it what 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 went through my mind as he spoke about men having to um I guess they say in these days in the manosphere they say do the work before you get the girl or whatever so or, but for me it's just like it's biblical it goes to the very first it goes to the beginning of the bible all throughout the bible you're always going to see an example of the man having an understanding of of the structure before you know before trying to present it to the woman, before giving her an option, or before um, before leading her, the man has to be the leader before he has the lady, and he can have a lady. And I guess in these modern times, we're not in the same times before. It's it's more common to possibly have a lady that's more. Um, that's the thing. I don't even want to say the word dominant, because even when I see a, a a woman assert herself, I don't look at her as you know competition. When I look at other men, I do see competition. When I look at a woman being dominant, I don't look at her as competition. And I think I was on another another platform where I was saying, when I see a woman being aggressive even, or like maliciously aggressive, I, I kind of default that to the fact of how sensitive she is. Or even with the dude, I look at that, I look at a man who's being overly emotional in the same way I see a female as, as, she, as he's a sensitive person. He's a very sensitive person. And when I deal with them as such, it's, it's, um, it's uh, beneficial to me. I take advantage of that. I do that selfishly. If someone's being sensitive, I might laugh at them, but I also might find a way to correct them the right way, depending on how I judge the the nature of their heart in that moment. And I could be wrong about that, but I'll make that decision. And I'm okay. I'm comfortable making that decision around sensitive people and then less sensitive people, whether it's male or female, um, especially in a military structure. That's what, that's what I think that's what um, helped expand outside of my family. Uh, my understanding is there's people of different levels of intelligence, different levels of sensitivity, different levels of um, cultural influence, different levels of family influence. And you got to find a way to make it work with all these different types of people and and play them to their strengths when you're leading them. So when it comes to dealing with people out in the real world, oh, real world, I guess it's still a real world, but when you're dealing out with people in, um, I guess, in a more civilian sense, um, you don't lose that structure that you have on the military side of things. So I might talk to people harshly or I might talk to people with, with less sensitivity in my own heart, like to like, I, don't, I might not have a lot of sensitivity to give, but I will always try to understand the depths of someone's sensitivity that I'm facing. 
which you might know, not be fair in some long, sense. That's a very long question. What happened? I'm that's not asking a, a question. Very long question. I'm not asking a question. I was just, I was just, uh, I was just expanding my point. That's all. Yeah. What you I'm sorry. There's no short answer to that question, and it, it depends on the level that I answer it. And I understand the concept of what you're trying to say that a man should already have things uh, tilling the ground before he brings women into the picture. And I'm believing that's what you're saying. I'm yeah. not going to disagree with that. It's just that that answer have different levels. And I'm going to stick to that level and just say, yes, sir, you're right. So what I'm going to do, Zoe, you said something that I want to, now listen, you've inspired me to do a show. So I'm going to get you a coffee. I want to <laughs> do a show called, uh, if the doctor agrees to, it's going to be called The Beginning. I want to talk about this from that level. Doctor, what do you think about that? That's that that is my next class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Excellent. Okay, this would be good then. So we'll we'll find a way to make this happen. Zoe, thank you for that, man. Like I think because we oftentimes refer to the beginning, Adam and Eve, and a lot of us don't really know the the depth of that whole that whole I have, thing. I have okay, right. this is beautiful. I have something better. Anybody that's on here that what you just said especially you, sir, Mr. Mr. Zoe, that interested for me to really break it down for you and help to bring a better understanding as far as relationship, I would invite you to take my next class. I really uh, would. And that is on the 28th and the 29th. That's next week. It's, it's going to be on Zoom at 7 o'clock. You will be surprised to understand that scripture from a different level, a deeper level, of from the beginning, just like Sir Hale just said. So I, I we'll do. I'm not. I'm, I'm interested. I'm a, I am in the middle of moving though, so I'm, I can't make a promise right now. But I am interested. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, sir, however you want to, um, if you want to go on my website, hanajosray.com, and go on the event, and it's not gonna. It's just gonna be one hour for both days in the middle, and just take your little computer. You could sit in the bathroom and sit on Zoom. I guarantee you. It will take you to the next level of fully understanding the beginning. The website, website I'll have time. it. I'll have okay. the, the website available after the show in the uh, in the details. And anybody okay. that's interested to want to know that, I would take my time and show you break it down in, in understanding how we were created, men and women, exactly where is that coming from, and then what does it mean to transform your mind. What was God saying? And, to, and, and, and I take it all the way from the beginning to take it all the way to that part. That's going to make sense. It's going to make a lot of sense to a lot of people. Excellent. So I'll, I'll probably be a part of that as well. Yes, and then we'll, we'll have a discussion at a later date on this. So, so absolutely. The details will be available uh, in the description uh, after this video gets uh, gets finished. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. Thank I you, Dr. Joshua. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, I, love, I, on, I love people that ask questions like that. That's me. You want to know more. And I love it. I love it. I was I was going to boil before I hop off a question out or see if I get an answer out of you guys. Um, I think it's what I kind of came on here with was the uh, was some kind of agreement on a uh, of a term aside from dictator. That would be better because dictator works for me. But I understand that it doesn't work for everybody else. But but when Eman says it, I know exactly where it's coming from, and I understand. And when when I say it to myself, or when I say speak to God, or when I speak to other people, I know what I'm saying. I, I tend to take things to that extreme on the military side, on the civilian side, in my family life. So I, I, it, it 
it works through and through for me, but I do agree that we should have a different word that would be more palatable for the, commu the, the community at large and the black community specifically. Okay. Excellent. Wait, sounds good. Zoe, man, you know I appreciate you, man. No, I appreciate you. I hope that you are safe uh, with your move and hope that things go well, man. And uh, we'll Thank be doing you. this again soon. So let's stay, let's stay connected. Okay, no problem. You know I will. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Bless you, my brother. Thank Merry you. Christmas, man. All right. I think that was our last one. Ladies and gentlemen, did you enjoy the show? Good grief. I know I did. Doctor, do you have any uh, final thoughts that you want to give to the people? Um. Really, just um, I, I love the, the the subject that um, that I like the way we we, we kind of uh, uh, sparkle on each other's fire. As you said, I picked up what you wanted to talk about, and by you saying I want to do a, a a show on the beginning, it was like, oh my god, this is right on time. So we are sinking in together. I'm excited about this class because it brings a level of understanding in humanity of what the true translation of God's word, especially at that point where we took the King James and said, be ye transformed. And that is not what God has said. So we need to know every step of what he mean when he said, allow yourself to be transformed. How do I give myself permission to be transformed? And what exactly did he mean when he said, transform your mind? And then so we have to go in the beginning and how we were created. There's no way in the world that I could sit and be so spiritual and not um, incorporate all of me that was created because there's a reason why he created my body, my mind, my soul, my spirit. So I can't continue to make my spirit healthy, but then the rest of me is unhealthy. So the fight is within because part of me is healthy. The other part I'm not paying attention to. So we need to understand how we were created so I can properly use this awesome creation that God put on this earth. I want to know how to do that. I want to know how to live the fullness of myself, how to go and bring that divine self of me into reality so I can live according to the translation of the word, not all according to the letter. I need to translate the word to life to learn how to live it. So I, I, I will recommend this class to everybody. I look for all of you to go on my website, hanajosway.com. Click on event and register for the class. You, I could get, I could say money back guaranteed. I sure can. Excellent. Y'all listen, it's going to happen. It's going to be fantastic. Listen, doctor, thank you so much. Uh, if you can, if you can hold back for a second, I'm going to end the show. But if you can stay on. Yes. Y'all, before before the doctor leaves, can you guys just show your appreciation for uh, the wisdom and the perspective that she brought to uh, to the network? Can you guys just in the in the comment section? Just, just show your appreciation. Just say some kind uh, uh, about your appreciation for uh, somebody I truly respect. All right, doctor. So listen, everybody, I want to say thank you all for another fantastic show. This has been great. As you guys can see, we're focused on making sure that uh, we increase our effectiveness, our reach. Uh, what I do on this platform is I only ask the pe people who, who think on an iconic level, who are deeply uh, 
serious about what they do and who bring excellence to the platform because we want to give you the best. So I pray that you guys got that today. I hope that you were inspired. Uh, we're going to have a lot more to come. Uh, so again, thank you, everybody. To those who haven't done it already, if you haven't dropped your cash app, uh, drop that cash app because we're paying for four people's lunches today. You know, we're in the Christmas spirit. Uh, we're in the holiday spirit. So we want to give something away. But I really want to thank everybody. We've done a great job. You guys have been sharing this. You guys have been liking and commenting. Thank you guys so much for this. Uh, I started off this week with just uh, under 300 subscribers. I think we're over 320. My goal is to get to 1,000 subscribers very soon. And the more you guys interact, the more you guys share and like, uh, it really just boosts our number uh, because I want to do this full time. So thank you all for such a great show. To everyone, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And until next time, have a good day. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and the only, Sir Hell Speaks in the building.